Hello listeners and welcome back, welcome back to the board game interview room. This is a podcast in which I, Paco Garcia, your host, get together with somebody who has something interesting to do or to say or has done something interesting or said something interesting and I talk to them like mad. I am, today I have a really, this is a very, very special um, kind of Kickstarter project. Uh, I am with Mr. Hack here from Hackworld Games. And um, uh, firstly, Hack, welcome to the podcast, sir. How are you? Hi, welcome. Thank you. My pleasure. Right. Um, This is a really, really, um, how to put this? Uh, I'm going to say unique Kickstarter project. Uh, Your game, M80, you have concocted the idea, playtested it, illustrated it, um, put it in Kickstarter at what should be probably record speed. (laughs) Yep. Yep. uh, Do you want me to tell you about it? Please. Okay, so I started doing these contests on Board Game Geek for these 24-hour design contests about a year ago. And uh, last year I committed to doing every single contest, 12 contests for 2014. So I did it. No matter what the topic, I just did it. I took the 24 hours aside and you complete a game. And you uh, you have the rules, the graphics, everything, and it has to be posted within 24 hours of starting it. So you don't know what you're going to do until you actually start it. Um, and... So I, for 2015, the topic in January was fireworks. So I sat down and I started doing uh, fireworks ideas and think about what I'm going to do. And I got this idea and I, the game just kind of, it just kind of came to me. And I knew, I knew when I was doing it that it really worked well. Even though I hadn't play tested it with people, I, in my head it just worked really well. Um, so I decided to kickstart it as soon as possible. I wanted to kickstart it in 24 hours within the contest, but I ran out of time. So it ended up uh, 36 hours after I started the idea. It was a, it was running on Kickstarter. Wow, you were slow there then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me, tell me a little bit about you and, and your past and gaming. How, how did you get into um, gaming and, and game design, more importantly? Okay, um, well, I've been a graphic designer for like 20, 23 years or so. Um, I've been doing it my whole life. I've been all over the world. I've I lived in, uh, I'm from New York, Syracuse, New York. And then I moved like, to North Carolina and I went to Europe. I've been to Africa. I lived in Australia for a couple of years. And um, then I ended up in Taiwan about 13 years ago just visiting and I ended up kind of staying here. So I'm, I'm still in Taiwan now. And um, I've been doing design and, and then I picked up doing art and painting and I've painted thousands of paintings and I have my own art school. I teach art. Um, I'm also a high school teacher. And uh, I, about a year and a half ago, um, I had a couple games you know, I had a couple games and some friends came over and we thought of selling games. We were like, oh, 
because we had this little art school and it was a cafe and like, oh, let's have game night and sell games. And I, I wasn't really, I mean, I did graphic design, but I didn't do game design at all. So we started uh, playing games a lot and I decided to sell them. So I called a publisher and a publisher, Swan Publishing, they came down and they talked to me and we had a great talk and I ended up Right after the meeting, I started doing some stuff for them, like illustrations and things like that. And that's how I got started. So I, um, soon after I did a few illustrations for them, uh, I pitched the game idea I had, and and then that was it. It was on its way. I, I did my first game called Eight the Liar, and um, now I'm working on a few others. And actually, I, that's all I do all the time. <laughs> what, what made so. you decide to go from you know I'm, I'm just doing this for fun because I like it to actually going into yes I think this is worth uh, putting out there for people to play and, and make it in, making it into a, a proper published game what, why did you make that take that step um well it's kind of it kind of seems well when I talk about gaming to other people like like I said, like a year and a half ago, I wasn't really into it. I was I was doing design and painting. Um, I spent years and years painting, like all the time, painting hundreds and hundreds of paintings, like graphic style paintings and um, lots of series. I worked in series. I would paint like clowns and um, different like a reggae series, and I had reggae shows. I had about seventeen different art shows like gallery shows and exhibitions and so I was really into painting for many years and um, it seemed like when I got into games that my art and my design like fit perfect into making games and doing it all myself you know which it's hard um, I think as a designer and I've talked to many designers over you know over the past year and a half or so and sometimes it's hard to get their ideas across the artists or find the right artist or, you know, work with the right artist. When you when you kind of control everything, you can do more, you know, because I'm working on like 30, you know, 30, 40 different ideas. I have this box behind me that has I have about, yeah, at least 30 prototypes that I've already put together. So that is but like I I take like the artwork that I've done mm -hmm. and it gives me ideas for games. So, uh, so the way I think is kind of, I put the, sometimes I put the theme first and I figure out how I can make a game out of it, you know, and add the mechanics to it. And, um, I have like sets of, uh, paintings and I'm like, Oh, I want to turn this into something. What can I do? Um, the first Kickstarter that I did was last year. Uh, in August, and it was the um, Monster Deck 55. So I started, um, I wanted to do a Kickstarter, and I actually I didn't even start it too long, maybe a month or so before I started the Kickstarter, I, I got the idea, and I started working on it and preparing the file. Um, I found a printer, and uh, they sent me the file for a sheet of cards, and I just kind of went into the file and started designing it right in the file that the template that they gave me and uh, setting up, you know, the, the file they give you has all the cards like Ace, King, you know, all that stuff. I just took all that out. I put in some solid background, started um, 
playing around with um, a series or um, a card deck system. And I had these monsters that I painted um, years ago, and I had 55 of them. And it turns out that 55 monster or 55 cards fit on a sheet. And I was like, wow, that, that's perfect. So I used every monster that I drew and put it in the card, and then I started the Kickstarter. Um, yeah, that's that. So that's how I got started. Wow. And now um, you are with M M80. Why did you decide to go with this particular game? I mean, I know you mentioned earlier that you thought it worked, that it was going to be very good fun, but you have an awful lot of ideas. Uh, why M80? Um, well, I, I was kind of, I was working, I was working on a bunch of different, um, games to get printed and I, and it, it's, it all just happened out of nowhere. Like I said, there was no, like five, six days ago, I had no idea this game was going to happen or that I would be running a Kickstarter right now. I just, I just didn't know it. Sometimes when you, when you're, when I'm working and I'm, I just go for it. I have an idea and I figure out what I need to do and I just go for it. So when I'm making the game and I really liked how it looked and I asked a couple of people what they thought and they thought it was like, you know, they really liked it. It was easy. And I told them like the general idea and they're like, well, that's good. Um, and it's also, I tie things into what's going on. Like this month is Chinese new year and we have about, we have about 10 days off of work. So I have all this time that I can devote to the project. So I'm like, oh, it would be a good time to do a Kickstarter now because I have I can devote more time. Hmm. You know, and as it progresses and I hits the middle of the project and it needs extra kick, I have I have off of work. <laughs> so I have all day I can devote to it. Um so that's kind of it kind of fell into that and I I like the game and I so after I after I got it up there, I set a goal. I set a pretty decent, like a low goal, and I just wanted to get it going. And I was funded in within a couple of days, um, and that's exciting. Yes. Uh, but I want to figure out how I can how I can do something even even crazier than doing a Kickstarter after only making the game a couple of days ago. Is um, my new idea is to make all make about eight to ten um, print and play versions in different languages, so other people can get their native language on a Kickstarter because it's not not so common. But then one game that can be downloaded in ten languages, um, I think, is kind of unique. I haven't quite seen anything like that yet. There could be, but um, so that's kind of another twist that I'm working on right now. So I. So even yesterday, I went in and I copied um, I copied the information from my cards uh, into Google Translate into like twelve different languages, and then I I posted it, and then I have to go and ask the people who speak the language if that's correct, and uh, then I'm going to copy that stuff and put it into the exact same cards and just make like a printable printable cards first, and then if people like that, then I'll go into getting the full rules. Uh, translated into the different languages and stuff. So, um, tell me a bit about the game. How does it play? What, what is M80 all about? Okay, it's basically I grew up with fireworks, so I uh, we always had big fireworks show at my house. We lived on a lake with tons of fireworks. So, um, when the topic came up for the contest was fireworks, 
I just thought of the classics, you know, the, the, the few classic fireworks that we always had or played with when I was growing up or, you know, at the lake. And that was like bottle rockets and, and Roman candles and, and big boom M80s. And so basically I took, I took like six different uh, kinds of fireworks. So there's, there's eight cards and there's six fireworks and there's a lighter and a match. And there's six of each one. So there's 48 cards in the game. And um, basically, you're you're trying to score points. Each firework has a different point value on it. And you have like the... Um, you have the the sparkler, and it's it's worth nothing. It's, uh, it's I call it the stupid sparkler. And it's, uh, it's, it's useless. So it's worth zero points. It's kind of like a filler, a filler card. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, um, you have the smoke bomb. So the smoke bomb is one point, and that's just a card. Uh, the smoke bomb, it just kind of, you can rearrange your hand. So that's, I kind of make it fit the theme, you know, kind of smoky, you can't see, so you can mix up your hand. You know, and then I had uh, the bottle rocket. The bottle rocket's worth three points, and that that just kind of shoots up out of your hand and goes into who lit it. Um, I'll tell you, I'll give you a better idea what the game is when I just go through the cards. So the then the Roman candle, the Roman candle is worth five points, and that lets you draw a card and give it to whoever you want, kind of like spreading, like how Roman candles pop out. You're kind of like giving it out to somebody. Um, and then you have the M80, which is worth eight points. And the M80, I think, is a, it's an eighth of a stick of dynamite. Um, I could be wrong, but I, that's what I remember it being. Um, so it's it was a big boom. It would blow stuff up pretty easy. So this one, if it blows up in your hand, you lose all your cards much um but it has the most value and then you have the you have the match and the lighter and you know basically so everyone gets dealt a couple card three cards and then you keep two and you you're showing one with your hand open but they can't see the ones underneath it so everyone is exposing one card the whole game kind of like you're holding a firework in your hand you know they're looking at your they're looking at what you have in your hand but they don't know what's underneath it um, so you are basically drawing a card from the draw deck, but before you draw, you have to, you have to choose who you're going to give it to. You can give it to yourself or you can give it to someone else. And, uh, you, if it's a lighter or a match, it will light a firework that is exposed. So if the, your two, the people you're playing against, one of them has an M80 and you decide to give them the card. And it's a lighter. It lights their M80. It blows up in their hand. They lose all their cards. So it's... And then if you say you give them an M80, you're giving them eight points, but you're also giving them the chance to lose all their cards by someone else lighting a match or a lighter into their hand. But it's basically how the how the game plays. Um, and the points, there's one card called the Dud. which I didn't say the dud, the dud is a firework that doesn't work, right? Right. It doesn't go off. So that's the only card that if you light it, it doesn't go off, but you're able to score points from your hand. So if you have any, any points in your hand, you can place them down in front of you and they'll be saved to the end of the game for scoring. And then the rest of the scoring is just done at the end of the game, whatever you have left in your hand. 
So you can choose to collect a lot of points, but then you could lose them if you're if someone gives you an M80 and blows them out. Or you can try a different strategy with trying to get the dud to go off so you save, a, you know, get some points out early. Um, How long does the, does the game take to play? Um, yeah, it doesn't take very long. Maybe maybe 15 to 20 minutes um, or less, depending on how many people you're playing with. Um, it tends to go faster with more people, actually. Um, and, and how many people can play the game at the same time? Uh, two, two to five people. Okay. I think I think you could. Yeah, two to five people is good. You could probably play with a few more, but you know, I like to keep it to five people. I don't want to say it's too. Unless you combine decks, you could play with more. Okay, and, and I presume, are they combinable? So if people back the Kickstarter, two people back the Kickstarter and they decide to play the game with two different decks, will they be able to do uh, that? You definitely could. Um, it'll change the game, obviously. You just have more, you just have to know that instead of being, um, you know, there being six M80s, there's 12 in, in the pack. So keep track of that. Oh, I forgot to mention, it's also, it's also like a deduction game. So... Every time anyone throws out a card or a firework goes off or a lighter is taken out of your hand, it's all face up in a row, sorted. So you know exactly what's been used and what's available. Hmm. Um, so that's, yeah, that's kind of, that's a big part of the game. So you know that there's four matches left and 10 cards in the pile. So you know you have a good chance. So um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different strategies I, you know, involved depending on the situation um and then sometimes i played a game where you know all the lighters uh, just one time i played where all the lighters and matches were used early but it still had an effect on um you know your who you're going to give it to because there are minus points the dud is worth minus one so it depends on who you're going to give it to so um, it, it sounds like there is a fair amount of depth to the game despite the fact that it has very few cards and it plays very quickly yeah and that's that's the main reason i was so excited about it because i've done a lot of games um uh you know i did the 12 for the contest and i did uh, you know probably at least 20 others and a lot of my games are fairly simple i mean they're they're made they can be played with younger i taught i taught kindergarten for many years so a lot of them are aimed at like teaching and young kids and stuff like that. But um, this one wasn't like that at all. It's kind of like I went from I went from doing the, the easy kind of kid style games to to something that had a lot, like you said, more depth. So that's why I was excited to to get it going so fast. I kind of knew it would work, and I knew that the cards were were the right cards. Like I. I'm, I was happy enough with it to the, I actually have printed, um, I've printed about 230 decks or so already. <laughs> so I kind of confident that it's, that the cards are good. And there's a few, few rules verification, like, uh, things I'm trying to work out, but that'll, that'll be, that'll happen very soon. Now tell me a little bit about the, um, the Kickstarter campaign, because the people, they can get the game for basically ten dollars which is yeah. next to nothing that sounds like a very very small amount of money considering that you have the the shipping included in the in, in that price yeah i i i kind of have a i like to offer the cheapest price i can you know um 
because I have all these ideas and I like people who, you know, it's cool from the, the, the first Kickstarter, I really didn't have any experience and I didn't know how it was going to go. Um, I was trying to raise $1,800 and I ended up raising almost $6,000 and I had 250 backers and um, I was really happy with that. There were some great people and they loved my art and they loved everything. So, um, and a lot of those same people are back and it's kind of that like, you know, give people a good price and make them happy and then they'll, they'll keep coming back and they want to take part in all your projects and stuff. And I like that more, you know, I like that kind of idea. Um, so I'm, that's what, that's what I try to do. Just do the best price I can, you know, because it's getting made, you know, I, I just want I just want games to get made. <laughs> so uh, you also um, you also say in the Kickstarter the the game will be um, delivered by April, which is round the corner from here. How how are you going to manage to do it so quickly? Um, well, like I said, I printed I printed about two hundred and fifty copies already um, of the of the the card. So I'm I'm set up to that shouldn't be a problem. You know, the, the only thing I really need to do is uh, get the get the instructions, the rule book set and the size of the rule book. And, you know, currently I have I, I'm not set on the packaging. Um, it all depends on the it depends on what happens during the Kickstarter. Um, you know, I can go with some simple packaging and I could try to go with a nicer box. I can do the, you know, a tuck box or I can do a black kind of plastic box or I have a lot of ideas. I. I just want to go. That's the thing. The Kickstarter is also a learning, you know, it's a project. Like not everything is a, a finished project and then you sell it. It's, you know, sometimes it's a project like it just started, but I'm confident that I can deliver something good and I need people to help me along the way, you know, and, and I love it. Well, let's um, indeed hope that people will, will jump on board. Now, of course, this already has funded, so the game will be happening and people will be getting their game. Um, yeah. What What's going to happen after this? Um, you mean with the game? Uh, and yourself? Well, um, oh, yeah, it's going to be a crazy year. I, I feel I feel this is going to be a very crazy year, actually. I'm, I probably will publish at least 10 games this year. Fine. Um, with, opposed to my one last year, but uh, or two actually. Um, no, I just have a lot of games that are pretty close to being ready to to get out there, and I've actually printed some. Um, like I printed this game in a sheet with a bunch of other games that I had designed, and some I like I said the cards are done, but I just need to get the rules just right. Because for me, coming up with the idea and the game is is easy, but the rules is the tough hmm. tough part. <laughs> I bet. Um, Hag, so, thank you very, very much indeed for for being with me today. Um, it's it's been um, an absolute pleasure. I'm I'm really excited about um, about M80 because it, I I like. I like the genuineness behind the project, how you've created something that you're very confident. And you've just gone out there without any fuss and, and without any gimmickry and just telling the world, look, th this is what I have. Uh, help me out. Yeah, people tell me I can't do that. And I, <laughs> that's why I love it. <laughs> you know, they're like, you have to have months of preparation. You have to you have to do this. You have to test it 100,000 times. I'm like, not really. You know, there's, there's a lot of ways to do things, you know, and uh, 
I I just do it my way and see if people will support that. Well, see, they they and, seem uh, to be supporting it, and why <laughs> why on earth not? I mean, they, come on, they can't go wrong. So that's very very good news indeed. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Best of luck with the project. I really hope uh, that, that you're gonna be smashing quite a number of stretch goals on this one. Uh, I really hope that the print and play languages will will work. It would be great to see that actually happening. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And thanks for thanks for having me on. Anytime. Thank you for listening. Hosting and production for this podcast have been by Paco Garcia and the music's been composed by Kev Atzet. We would love to hear from you. Feedback and your questions are always welcome and you can email us at podcast.gmsmagazine.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at GMS Magazine. And we are also on Facebook and Google+. I'm very, very happy to talk to you. Remember to subscribe to the GMS Magazine podcast channels in iTunes and give us a review or two and a rating, please. And it's truly appreciated if you do. For more quality shows, remember to listen to other rooms like the RPG Room, the Interview Room and the Board Game Room and more rooms that might be coming very soon indeed. But, friends, until the next time, Let the games continue.